1: Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura.
0: And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much
1: more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday.
0: Happy Wine Wednesday.
1: All right let's get this week started. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I took a little like PTO day today and I've just been like living my best life.
1: Honestly, a midweek PTO day are the best because you don't feel like if especially when you're off by yourself and not with like your significant other or something, you don't feel like you guys have to like take advantage and plan something like it can kind of be a me day and sometimes those are the best days.
0: It has been like, even this morning, I was about to go run errands. And Jordan's like, Oh, like, where are you going? Like, what errands are you gonna run or whatever? And I'm like, I'm gonna go to Home Goods. I'm like, I need to go to Costco. But like, I don't know if I'm gonna go to Costco. And he's like, why wouldn't you go to Costco on a Wednesday, like in the middle of the day? Like that is when you the should go. to Costco." Yes. <laughs> and so I did it. And I was super happy. I'm like, yeah, I, I wish I could always go to Costco. You in get the good of the parking,
1: there's so many less people waiting in line to like pay is not like a 20-minute wait, it's just so much better going during the week when you can.
0: Okay, we need to talk about Costco really quick, though, because I feel like their self-checkout, I don't go to Costco that often, but I feel like their self-checkout is new-ish, like past year or two, maybe?
1: Um, No, it's been around, I think, longer than that.
0: Okay, so maybe you haven't noticed. And I'm like, I if I have a ton of stuff, I won't go in the self-checkout line. It's just if I have, like, a few things. Mm-hmm. I freaking love that self-checkout
1: line. I honestly, I used it last time, but we, used, we usually always would be buying wine or something because you can't have alcohol. So majority of the time when we would go to Costco, we'd be getting a bottle of vodka or a bottle of wine. Like, so typically we wouldn't ever um, use it, but I have used it before.
0: The only thing that I would like tell them to do. So Costco, if you're listening, I, okay. So I pull up with my stuff, right. And I have two like really big things. I have like a thing of paper towels and a thing of toilet paper. And a guy immediately comes up to me and I haven't even like scanned my card on the thing yet. And he's like, oh, like, let me scan these two things for you. I'm like, at that point, if I only have six things in my cart and you're scanning two of them, like, why don't you just scan everything or put a scanner on my thing and let me scan
1: everything? Well, that's what I don't understand is why they, because Costco is a place of such large items. Like Target has a handheld scanner so you can like move and scan things. Like they only have the tabletop one. So then they always have somebody walking around being like, hey, can I help scan like, your big thing so you're not trying to like maneuver a huge pack of paper towels over the scanner and stuff and it just doesn't make sense why they wouldn't give you a handheld scanner
0: I don't understand either I kind of think they're hoping to leave those lanes for the people that just have like a few items and maybe a rotisserie chicken and a bottle of wine or something Or I guess you can't bring a bottle of wine, a (laughs) bottle of palm juice or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm just like at that point, like if you're helpful, just go all the way to be helpful. Like scan all of my things. Don't like half ass your helpfulness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just I also don't like it because at least the Costco I go to. I don't know if this is all of them, but they want you to go to self-checkout. But there's not like any space for that line. So that line like weaves through the um section of like the vitamins. So then it's like, if you want to actually go into like the vitamin section, like there's like cart, like people are just standing there with their carts. People are in the way. Like there's nowhere for those people to wait without being in the way for people just like shopping. Right. And so anyways, yeah, I, um I'm always at like, I think I only do self-checkout at Target. I don't remember the last time I like waited in line at Target to like check out.
0: And I don't go into Target very often, so. (laughs) Yeah,
1: anytime I go in, I'm always doing self-checkout because usually I'm just like, I have like a couple of things or something, so.
0: The last time that we were in Target was somewhat recently, like the last, maybe like three weeks ago or so. And we went into the line, like for the person to check us out. And we were like the second one in line. So she was helping somebody else and then it was us. And oh my God, she was taking like, Forever And like, in my mind, I was like, oh, this poor lady, like, she's like an older lady. I'm like, like, she's just trying to do her best. She's working a job. She's just trying to make ends meet, whatever. And Jordan was like, I think she's on like drugs or like h- having like a medical condition or something. Like she was insanely slow, like so slow that like, I was literally like, like sweating, like profusely in line because I was just like standing there like so long <laughs> And I'm just like, it drives me nuts because you see that happening. You First of all, you know targets. They have, like, lines in the front and then, like, lines, like, behind the lines, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, somebody like that that, like, you know is a little bit slower, like, maybe put in the line behind the line and not the very first line that you see. Because meanwhile, while we're standing there, like literally we're in line for probably like 15 or 20 minutes with only one person in front of us between her helping them and us there's like all these younger people like the managers or whatever standing there like you know how they kind of stand like in front of the registers Mm -hmm. and I'm like why is nobody helping this poor lady or like helping customers or whatever like it just blows my mind so I think you're right about the self-checkout line like we do things best ourselves so thank god for self-checkout lines
1: yeah. I also realize why I think I go into Target so much is because I'm always returning things. Cause I order, I order things online and I do order pickup all the time. But then like, so if I bought like clothes or something online or on order pickup, I don't, or even if I bought them in there, I never, am going to go like into the dressing room and try them on. I always just buy them and take them home because I go to Target so much. I know I'll eventually be able to just go return it. And so when I, um, go into return. I don't just walk in and return and walk out. I have to like, just go on to the close. Like, I just have to like, go make sure there's nothing new that I need. Okay. To see since, in person.
0: since you're queen of target returns, does target do like curbside returns yet? Or do you have to go in?
1: So they do have it, but not at all locations. So you gotcha. can like in the app, when you press start a return, it'll say like in store curbside online, and then you select which one you want to do. And then when you select the location, it'll tell you if they do curbside or not.
0: Gotcha. I've I only done like we've it once come.
1: and it was awesome because I did a return and they brought me my Starbucks too. And it was like, is there a greater <laughs> thing in life than the fact that I didn't have to leave my car to return something or get Starbucks? Like, this I mean, Like
0: we've come so far in our shopping habits yeah, since COVID. Have. Like, one thing good has come out of COVID, it is that we don't have to leave our cars or our homes for much anymore.
1: I will say I was very excited about the whole Starbucks partnering with target to like bring you your drink when you go to pick up your order. But I realized, um, when I tried to do it the first time, it's very limited because you're doing it in the target app. You're not in the Starbucks app. So one, I can't use like my Starbucks app to get stars and use my gift card. And also there's like a much bigger limit to like customization. And I don't just like only 10% of the time, do I just ever order a drink on the menu? Like I'm like, No, I want a triple shot espresso with this like, I just like do everything on my own. And that's not really an option in the app. So
0: Well, that's a buzzkill.
1: Yeah, so not (laughs) that great when I learned that I can't do exactly what I want.
0: (laughs) That's annoying. But you know, what's not a buzzkill. What? The Chick fil A diet lemonade. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, like, every time I have this, I think this and I just never like speak it into the world to like tell the world my thoughts about it. But I'm like, the stuff is insane. Like, it's so freaking insanely good. It's one of the best drinks, like, in the fast food world, period. And I don't understand how it's that good. Like, do you not feel like every time you're drinking it, you're like, they fucked with me. This is regular lemonade.
1: Oh, no, I definitely it's like one of the best diet drinks out there for sure. I think their diet lemonade is so freaking good. I love it.
0: Every time I think about it, like every time we're like gonna eat out or whatever, grab food to eat, like I always, one of the places I always want is Chick-fil-A and like my mouth instantly starts watering because all, (laughs) it's not because of the chicken, the chicken's great, but it's the diet lemonade. Like I can already like sense it in my mouth, like that, like tanginess, but the sweetness, it's perfection.
1: I definitely create, like a lot of times when I'm going to Chick-fil-A, it's because I'm craving their lemonade. And so now, which now I'm likely going to want to go on my way home from the gym tonight to go get a, <laughs> get a diet lemonade on the way home. Cause I just, it really is that good.
0: <laughs> it's so good. Um, that also reminds me that I recently, so I think you posted this in and out came out with a diet pink lemonade finally. Yes. So Also like very high up there is their pink lemonade as one of like the best like fast food drinks, but it's very high in calories. And I never realized that until until I started tracking my calories and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is not great.
1: Um, Uh, The lemonade is just like drinking a soda, like a normal. soda. Exactly.
0: So the fact that they've come out with a diet pink lemonade has me super intrigued. I have heard like just from like reels and stuff online that it's not, As good as their regular pink lemonade? Have you had Mm -hmm. a chance to try it yet? I
1: have not tried it yet. And I have been to In-N-Out like once since... But usually anytime Jeff has gone... Or anytime we get In-N-Out, Jeff usually goes and picks it up. So I forget. And I probably for that reason would rather like try it for the first time. Like going and like going in. So that if I don't like it, I can just get a Diet Coke. But um, I am definitely curious to try it. Um, I've never been... I always thought their pink lemonade was good. It was a little, I like doing a lemon up, which was like half their lemonade, half seven up. Cause Ooh. it kind of like cuts it and then it gives it like a little bubbly. So, um, I definitely, thanks for that reminder. Cause I do want to try it and I am curious. So
0: I am very curious too.
1: Um, while on the topic of these new items, let's just keep talking about our favorite thing <laughs> at Fast food restaurant. We are going through corporate America today, people. Um, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram right now, there's one thing and one thing only that I have basically been talking about for two weeks now, and that is the potato cheddar and chive bakes at Starbucks.
0: They are basically your entire personality right now.
1: Yeah, one of my um good friends, Lindsay, she had um she has worked for Starbucks forever. And she always messages me when the new products drop or she'll be like, hey, just so you know, your favorite pistachio is coming back this week, things like that. And then she'll like be like, OK, of all the new items, like basically try this. Don't bother with this like these. And immediately she was like, you have to try the potato cheddar chive bakes. They are like so freaking good. And I was like kind of OK. I was I think in my brain, I was like, oh, there's like no bacon in that. Like I was just kind of whatever about it and then she like had said again like a week later she was like have you tried the potato cheddar chive bakes yet and I was like no I'll try them this weekend and so me and you were going to get our hair done and we both decided to order some when we went to Starbucks and we were like okay these are everything they're so freaking good they're insane but we got scared because so they're 210 calories um for both of them but when you look at it in the app it says one each but So we were like, it comes with two. So is it actually 420 calories? That seems kind of high, but I don't know. So I literally went on to live chat with Starbucks to confirm it is 210 calories for both of them. And it's like high in protein, low calorie. It's like the perfect breakfast. It's
0: so good. Like so, so good. I will say that when we got them the first time, You and I were both in heaven, but there are two things that you need to ask for. You need to ask for sriracha because it just makes anything better if you're, like, a hot sauce person Yeah, and a fork Yeah, (laughs) because it comes out so hot. Like, it is so hot when they give it to you, and it's kind of like – it's not – first of all, when something's that hot, it's not easy to just, like, pick up and eat. But also, like, it's not crumbly, but, like, it's not so – Sturdy it, just, that like,
1: it falls apart easily.
0: Yeah, so you definitely need to ask for a fork and sriracha, but for 210 calories, it's like the perfect breakfast. And the only thing I'm sad about is that I heard it's not permanent. I heard it's something that's going to go away.
1: Oh, really? That's okay. what I read. I'm going to ask my friend Lindsay. I don't feel like, I feel like they have pastries that are seasonal, but I feel like their hot breakfast items aren't usually seasonal. But- I am wrong. I'm like, that's why I'm talking about them nonstop on Instagram, because I'm hoping that if everyone just keeps getting them, Starbucks is like, wow, people love this product. We should just keep them. And now I'm hoping it's not a seasonal and I'll be messaging Lindsay like right now and finding out. And cause I'll be really sad cause they are my favorite. And I actually had never thought to get the fork. I always just like burn myself and let them fall apart. Um, but when I got them at my hotel this weekend, they actually just had a fork in the bag with them. And I was like, so smart. Oh, this is nice. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I love a service person that thinks ahead and doesn't make you like have to get home and wish you asked for something like they're like, what would I want with that item? This is what I would want. Here you go. You get it too. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. And so I just sent a text out. I will let you know what Lindsay says.
0: <laughs> we I are just... checking with our Starbucks informant.
1: I need to find out if they're seasonal because I will be really sad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So anyways,
0: I know you mentioned hotel room. How was your weekend?
1: Weekend was good. It was a nice, um, busy and long weekend. Um, Kicked off the weekend Friday. I went to the Forum in L.A. with my parents. Uh, We went to see the Eagles and Steely Dan, um, two bands that are both of my parents' faves. And I'm a big fan of both as well uh steely band was great but honestly the eagles truly blew me out of the water i was like looking forward to the concert but it was like no this was incredible one of my top concerts hands down because a lot of i've been like really big on when there's these big older bands that i like whenever they go on tour i'm usually like pretty adamant on trying to go see them because i'm like this is likely last time i'll have the opportunity because these people are like in their 70s and stuff and. And honestly, a lot of bands I go see, sometimes it's like, okay, you're in your 70s and it shows. And like, or sometimes, (laughs) like, especially the rocker ones, like when we went and saw like Motley Crue and things like that, it's like, okay, guys, time to like hang up the microphone. Like, this is pretty bad. But nope, the Eagles were absolutely incredible. Their harmonies, their voices, everything's still so on point. It like, it was just so good. And it was like, they sang over 20 songs and I knew. And I'm not like this big Eagles fan where I've like had their whole collection. It's just you literally know every single song because they have that many hits and stuff. So kind of like Taylor Swift. Absolutely, Eagles, Taylor Swift, same thing. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, <laughs> but uh, we just had such an amazing evening with my mom and dad, and I was just happy I was able to take them. That was their Christmas present from me. Um, as soon as. I remember they were on vacation and I remember seeing uh, getting an email that it was an alert that the tickets were going on sale. And I was like, Oh my God, my parents like love these two bands. Like I wonder if they'd want to go. And so I ended up getting them that for their Christmas present and it was just so much fun. Um, and then, so that was Friday and Saturday, uh, we knew we were leaving for Vegas the next day. So the plan was really just to kind of have a bit of a lazy day, watch football and pack for Vegas And then um, other than that, I kind of just did some planning for our WAM weekend coming up. We did. So that night while we're watching football, like I was like, do you want me to cook? Do we want to just get takeout? Like, are we wanting to go out? And since we were leaving for our trip the next day, we're like in lazy mode. I was like, let's just do. And we had a $50 gift card that somebody had given us um, with part of a wedding gift for um, DoorDash. Nice. So we were like, let's get some Mexican so we like go to order. I like, first of all, I take for, that's one thing I hate about doing. We don't get food like delivered from like Postmates to dash, that kind of thing too often. But when we do, and then there's not like something specific in mind, I swear it takes me a half hour of just like scrolling, and trying to like figure out what I want to eat. Cause like everything sounds good. And like, Jeff's like, I don't care. Just pick some. And so finally we like, pick a place. And as I'm like placing our order and taking forever with that, I go through and it's like, oh, this place is no longer like accepting order. they're like too busy. We're not accepting orders <laughs> this time. And I was like, cool. So then I picked this other place called the taco stand. We have one right here down the street at the circle. And I was like, okay, let's just get Mexican from there. So we take like forever place our order at this point. Now it's like probably like six 6:45. It says it's going to be like 29 to 38 minutes or something like that. And I was like, okay, not bad. So I'm like watching and it's just like every five minutes like it's like jumping 10 minutes and our driver gets switched and then our driver gets switched again and then we get to this uh, and now at this point it's been an hour we're on our third driver and I can see he's like at the restaurant and I was like hey Bill what's going on like can can you fill me in. I was like, we've had three drivers and it's been like over double what it was supposed to be. I'm just curious, like if everything's OK. And he was like, oh, well, I'm at the restaurant. And they said your order was already picked up. And I was like, OK, well, it obviously hasn't. He's like, I recommend like reaching out to DoorDash. And I'm just like, so the restaurant's not going to make. And they're, he said, no, they said that your order was already picked up. And I'm like, wow. literally, my phone never even said that the food was ready. Like it always just said. It was the DoorDash driver was like sitting there. So I don't know if like the second driver did show up, picked up the order, and then can't like said he wasn't going to take the order and like basically failed with my food. I I don't know. All I know is then I was on like, I was like waiting forever to like get chat on DoorDash. Eventually, after like 10, 15 minutes, the driver just like cancels my order. And it's, and then like I never got through to DoorDash. I end up just, getting um a notification saying like sorry there was an issue we have refunded like your order and I'm like that's it you're just gonna like refund my order like not ask if I want to resubmit you're not gonna give me any type of like now it's been an hour and a half and you're not now gonna I'm have- hangry. I was oh I was I was so <laughs> mad I was like dude I could have just gone and picked us up something and we would have already been done eating at this point. Like so now I'm just mad. I'm just like I'm not gonna submit. It's a Saturday night at like 7 30 I'm not, if I submit an order now, we're like, we're never going to eat. So I'm like, I guess I have to like put a bra on and some shoes and like, I'll go pick us up dinner. So I was just so mad. I like literally was so, I was like in the chat, still waiting to talk to somebody. Cause I wanted to be like compensated. Like I wanted like a credit <laughs> or something or a promo code to use next time. Cause I was just really mad about the way the whole thing was handled. Never got through to anyone. And then, you know, eventually like your anger, like, cause it's just a freaking food order. Like. My anger wore off and then I just didn't care anymore. So <laughs> I was just like, that was like, just so annoying. Cause I was like, you do these things for the convenience of it. You're paying for the convenience of it. And then after an hour and a half, it just like, was like, nope, gotta go. Why get. Why did I even try? Yeah. I was so annoyed, but um, yeah. And then Sunday morning left for Vegas. We, our goal was to kind of get up early and get going. We wanted to be out there before the first football game. So we, actually got up and left earlier than we even thought we would. We were out the door by around 7.30, dropped Penny off at Brian Annie's on our way out. And we were in Vegas probably before noon even. Um, we knew our hotel room probably wasn't going to be available to check in yet because it's never usually available that early. Um, so we decided to go to House. That's one of Jeff's favorite places because um, they have one of his favorite German beers there. And so we just had a drink there, hung out a bit, started watching the first game of the day. And then um, from there, we finally went to our hotel, which we stayed at the Park MGM. We've stayed there the last few times we've gone because mostly because they've been giving us free room. So <laughs> always a good reason to want to go there. Free, free works. Yep, exactly. And so we just dropped our stuff off and um we did all of our sports bets for the weekend so it was just like with playoff football and a bunch of hockey going on and stuff we wanted to do a bunch of bets so we did a bet for like the rams to win then we did a parlay for like the rams the bills and the bucks to win and then we did some like hockey ones as well um we actually won both of our football ones which even though the rams lost they had to win um or the spread was for three points. So since they only lost by one, we technically still won. So that was nice. So we won 50 bucks on that one. And then for the football parlay, it was a little over 300 bucks. And then the hockey ones, we all stunk out. We didn't win any of our hockey bets. But um, so that was like fun. It's always, it makes, if you're going to watch sports anyway, like having like a little money on the line makes it that oh yeah more exciting. exciting. Yeah, especially since now my team is not going to be in the playoffs. I'm like, okay, now I can like start making some Super Bowl bets and everything <laughs> and just be rooting for myself to win money and not care as much about the teams. But um, other than that, yeah. So from the sports book, we decided, what did we do? So I wanted to go walk over to Paris because I wanted to finally go to Vanderpump Paris. Um, Cause you always said I need to go get a drink over there. Um, so we went over there, we each got a cocktail and we shared their goat cheese balls, which, those are, like, my favorite anytime I go to Sir, So I was really excited to see they had those on the menu. Um, it was so good. And it's just, like, so pretty in there. And as we're sitting there, Jeff's, like, he was, like, how many people are here because it's Vanderpump? And how many people, like, just walk by and see a cool bar? And, like, I was, like, I'm sure most people probably are here because of that. But I think also it's, like, when you walk by it is by like, it looks really cool and really pretty. And I was, like, Thanks. I think there's... Plenty of people here that are here because of that too, but
0: it's gorgeous, and I I can really respect a place when because cocktails are expensive, period. Now, yep. but when you're getting kind of like something super Instagramable or like something super unique, like with your cocktail, like I can respect paying. I don't want to pay twenty two dollars for a cocktail, but I yeah. will if you're like giving me a little bit more than just like a a gin and juice or whatever, you know. I
1: mean, <laughs> gin and juice. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I honestly was expecting. Because of that reason, I was expecting the drinks to maybe be like five bucks more. Because I felt like everywhere in Vegas, drinks are around 20 to 22 bucks. So the fact that the drinks started around that price, I was like, oh, I was actually like kind of surprised. I expected to like have to pay a little more just for all of the glitz and glam of like the different drinks and what they come with and stuff like that. But drinks were really good. We enjoyed them. Um, It was just, I was glad we walked over there. So did Jeff like it too? Yeah, he really liked it and stuff. So. He had got it was called an apple butter, old fashioned, um, which I'm not an old fashioned gal, but it smelled incredible. And I took a little sip and I was just like, oh, it's too strong. But um, (laughs) like it had like legit like apple butter or something like shaking. I don't know. It was good. It smelled amazing. But nope, he liked his drink. Um, And yeah, we were hanging out there and then we realized like what time it was. And we're like, oh, we have to get back to our hotel because we were meeting up with some of our friends there. Um, One of Jeff's friends from high school. Um, him and his partner, they live out in Vegas. So they met us at our hotel and we went to dinner at Best Friend, which is one of my favorite Vegas restaurants currently. Um, And we had dinner there. And then we just kind of had a casual evening, just gambling at our hotel and hanging out, having drinks and stuff. Um, and we didn't, I think, I wish I would have asked that because we knew they had gotten a babysitter for the night. And so we kind of, we didn't think they were going to be staying out that late. And so we didn't really like come up with more of a plan and then they ended up like hanging out there like super late but I was like we probably should have tried to go like somewhere else but (laughs) it was fine we had fun um literally like while we were at dinner I was like um it's like 6 30 7 o'clock and I have yet to like gamble besides making sports bets like I have not sat at a slot machine or anything yet and I need to gamble like ASAP so as soon as we left there I um I like saw crazy rich crazy rich Asian slot machine. And I was like, I want to play. Cause I always, there's always some new slot machine that I didn't see the last time I was in Vegas. So that was the first one I saw that I was like, I've never seen this slot machine before. So that's the one I want to sit at literally first spin won $220. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, well that's going to cover my gambling for the rest of the night. That's nice. Like (laughs) I don't usually win like very, cause I'm not making, I'm not like a max bet girly, like very once in a while I will but I like to just play for a little bit and hopefully I'll win 40 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. And so I was very stoked to win 220 bucks, especially on like a first spin. So yeah, so that was chill night. We were probably in our hotel room, like in bed by 1230 or so. Um, And then Monday morning woke up. It was nice. We kind of slept in a bit, went to brunch at our hotel. We had forgot we had gotten a resort credit when we checked in, they gave us $50 to use at, Um, any restaurant on the property. So, we decided to just stay at our hotel for brunch. Um, It's a place called Primrose. That was actually, I think, our second or third time going there um, for breakfast, and they just have a really good solid breakfast. So, that was nice. And then I was like, okay, it's like not even noon yet. I want to get out of the casino for a bit and I want to do some stuff that doesn't involve drinking or gambling for a few hours. Like I just want to, I was like, I know we're going to be doing that like tonight. So I don't need to be doing that like all day. (laughs) So I had asked Jeff, I was like, can we like get in the car and go cruise the strip? I hadn't done that in a long time. The strip is like always changing. And like, since like, I know that since the resort world opened, there's also that new one across the way. I can't. It's some new luxury resort. I can't even remember the name of it. It's like some French name or something, but it was like beautiful. Um, So I just wanted to go see like kind of some of the newer stuff that's opened on the strip. So we kind of did that. And then we went over to the Pinball Hall of Fame Museum, which is always fun. It's literally just a giant warehouse filled with hundreds of pinball machines and other types of video games from I think the oldest games are like from the 30s and 40s, even like some of these games are so old. It's really cool. They refurbished a bunch of old games and stuff. And I told Jeff, I was like, that is the only place in Vegas that you can have $20 last you for like, such a long time. Yeah,
0: where else in Vegas? Can
1: you do that? Exactly. We got $20 worth of quarters. And I think we only used maybe $15 of it. And we were in there for like 90 minutes. So
0: wow,
1: yeah, it was fun. We just kind of Hung out in there, and from there we went to our favorite tiki bar, uh, which is the Golden Tiki. We just sat there for a bit, had a couple drinks, chatted, um, played Kino, just kind of chilled there for a bit, and then uh, went back to our hotel. Walked over to MGM that night because we kept seeing an advertisement for a new Italian restaurant that had recently opened up there, and I looked it up, had good reviews, so we decided to check it out. It was called Lucini, and um, we had a really good meal there, and. Um, enjoyed that and decided we just wanted to kind of have a night at a few casinos doing some gambling and watching the rest of football. So we ended up doing some gambling there at MGM. We walked over to Excalibur. We also did New York, New York. Um, and of course, right when we got to New York, New York, I saw Crazy Rich Asian's machine again. And that's also <laughs> like I'm a sucker for like if I do good on a machine once, I'm convinced it's gonna let me do well the whole weekend. So, like, I feel like there's always a machine I want to play. Like, every time I see it the whole weekend. And that was definitely Crazy Rich Asians. And within the first few spins, I got, like, to do the bonus round. Ended up winning, like, $320 oh on God. that one. And I was just – and I'm doing, like, 75-cent bets. Like, I'm not doing, like, anything. You
0: realize you might be on to something here, right? Like, maybe you don't need a job.
1: Maybe you just need to go to Vegas once a I, month. Oh, my – exactly. I'm going to tell – them Exactly. <laughs> As if my <laughs> – our thousand dollars we won is, <laughs> is a replacement to a career. <laughs> um, Cause like I said, I'm not sitting here like people who put in like hundred dollars and are doing max bet for that's like, not me. I'm putting in like a 20 and I'm going to try to make it last as long as I can. But Love that. Um, yeah. So like, while I'm winning at that same time, the buck sealed the deal. And so we had then won our parlay bet. So like in a matter of minutes, we were up like 600 bucks. So we were just like, you're on that like gamble win high and just feeling good and I'm like we saw a lot of people winning big too like there was one lady we were like sit when we were with our friends the night before we were sitting there and some lady not to mention you can t- you can tell these are the people that gamble too much is they just won like thirty five hundred dollars and they're like excited and they like just hit the like call attendant button and are like waiting for but I mean I'd be losing my shit if I won thirty five hundred oh, yeah. like I, I everybody would my shit if I
0: won. $350.
1: Oh, yeah, I was I was causing I was like calling to both like times Jeff wasn't like around and then like Jeff's calling me to try to find me. And I was like, just got a jackpot. You need to get over here. And he's like, I don't know where you are. I don't remember. And I was like, I'm <laughs> over here by this table. Like I was like, trying I was like, I gotta go. But um it was just that was like, kind of the first time in a long time um that I felt like I was winning enough to like keep gambling and not having to like go into my wallet for like, I mean, Jeff and I both came back with more cash than we went there with. So that, that is, is not, always a win in Vegas. Yeah. Even and like, it's not like we were up, came back with a ton of money, but coming back with more than you went with is like always a win. <laughs> even oh, yeah. really Absolutely. More. Having any cash in your wallet when you come home is a win, to be honest. But <laughs> um yeah, and so we kind of kept that night early and easy and we were probably back to our room by 11 or 11 30 i showered and then just got my diet coke and laid in bed watching tv and it was great it's just funny how vegas looks so different now than it did almost 20 or even 10 years ago like hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news I just, it I don't really need, does
0: change so quickly. I
1: don't need to stay out super late. I just need to like have <laughs> some good meals, gamble a little bit, have a good time. And when I'm ready for bed, I don't need to feel bad that yeah. it's 11 o'clock.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I love, I love Vegas now where I'm like, I'm wearing leggings and sneakers. Cause I'm going to be comfortable all day. You're not going to find me in a hoochie dress and heels trying to walk the not even the strip, the hotels. Like, I'm sorry. Like I have yeah. been in Vegas in like flat sandals and been miserable before. Like, no, oh, yeah. we are comfy. We're doing it comfy.
1: Yeah. I literally, I had brought, cause not knowing our plan really except for um, Sunday night with our friends, like I kind of brought like, not like a hoochie dress, like you said, but like still like and something nicer. If we went to a nice dinner, like I brought and I literally ended up wearing Jeans and like a sweater both days, and like never went back to change into a new outfit or anything. Like, I literally was super comfortable all weekend, it was perfect. Um, yeah, it was so nice. And then we had talked about because it was we we're coming home on a Tuesday, so we weren't too worried about like hitting traffic on the way home. So we're like, okay, we'll we'll wake up in the morning, let's go to breakfast and then we'll hit the road. But I mean. At least this is Jeff and I. When we wake up on vacation and it's a day to go home, like we want to just get up and get out of there. So I was like, "Do you still want to go to breakfast?" He was like, "I told you we could. So if you want to, I was like, I really am good with us just going home." And he was like, "Okay then." So I was like, "All right, well I'm gonna mo- order like mobile order Starbucks in the lobby. Um, do you want anything?" And he was like, "Nope." And so, so glad I. So I, as we're like get checking out in the room, I'm like placing my mobile order, which they didn't used to let you do mobile orders at hotels. And the fact that they do now is the best because we get down there and there is literally 60 people inside Starbucks. And I was like, they literally
0: have like Disneyland lines for their Starbucks.
1: It's crazy. And I walked (laughs) right up. My drink was already ready. I was like, thank you. I was like, thank God for mobile. Cause I would have seen all that and I would not have waited in that. So I was like, I was like, this is the best. Thank you. Mobile order. And, um, yeah, we just got in the car, hit the road, picked up Penny. We were home before two. It was just nice to get home unpacked early. And then we had like some Amazon and Target returns we needed to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get these off our plate, get that done. And um, it was just nice. It was a perfect, fun Vegas trip that was super chill, no frills. Like like I said, we didn't dress up. We didn't do much. Like just kind of kept it casual and it was fun. I loved it. I loved it, Vegas. I know you're not a big Vegas girl but I love it. I'm
0: not, but when I'm there I have fun. I just I'm not a gambler. Like it stresses me out to like lose money and I lose money almost every time. But I do love a lot about Vegas too. I love the summer times when it's freaking hot and you have the pool. I love like so they have so many good restaurants and like cocktail lounges and stuff in Vegas. Yeah. So there's a lot that I do love. It's just I also wa- want to switch things up and not always do Vegas, <laughs> not being yeah. a gambler.
1: <laughs> that's why I like I like about once a year. Or so I think that's that's always and we good
0: live for close me. enough that it's very doable to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so going back before I let you give your weekend update. Um, going back to the bites being seasonal, Lindsay says not that I've heard, and they've been really big sellers. So. Yeah. Hopefully they have
0: been big sellers because I can't tell you how many times I've tried to order them and they are out at whatever Starbucks I go to.
1: Oh, really? I haven't had I haven't been turned away yet.
0: Oh, my God. I'm always turned. And I used to always get turned away from like my like wrap thing that I like getting. And now they always have that, but they don't have the potato bite things. Okay, that's how you know something's popular.
1: Yeah, no. Oh, so good. Okay. Well, hopefully they're not seasonal. Back to the convo. <laughs> How was your weekend?
0: Weekend was good. It wasn't like super, super eventful, but I just feel like I've been on like this, like productive kick lately where like, I just feel so much better when I'm productive. Not like I don't want to relax on my weekends or anything, but just like really having to-do lists and continually like having things on the calendar to get done has made me just feel it. I, for me, I don't know if you're the same way, too. Like, I just feel so much better when I add some productivity into my weekend rather than just do nothing. Um, so Friday, I mentioned last week, um, we had a date night. So I use this app for movie tickets. I've used it for years and years and years called the Atom app. And I think I started using it because I had T-Mobile and they used to do, like, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Tuesdays. Tuesday. yep. Yeah, and so they used to do, like, free movie tickets on the Atom app. So I think I've always had it because of that. Yeah. Well, we don't go to the movies very often anymore, so I don't use an app, period, but I got a random email for a promo code to go see this movie called Memory, and I'm like, oh, like, we have no plans this weekend, like, we'll do that Friday night, there's no football on on Friday, and then we'll have, a, like, a little, like, date night out of it, Um, so it wasn't playing in many theaters, so we went to the closest one to us, which was um the block at Orange or the Orange Outlets or whatever, Um, We only had two times that entire day to choose from. So we could either choose from 4.35 in the afternoon or 11 p.m. And you know, I'm not going to a movie at 11 p.m. Yeah. So 4.35 (laughs) it was. Um, And it was actually like just nice to go on the early side because then it was perfect timing for dinner after. So we went to the movie, realized we had not seen a movie in theaters since Barbie when we went with you and Jeff this past summer. When was that?
1: Like May or June? I think I was going to say June or July. So yeah, like at least six months.
0: It had been a long time. Um, so saw the movie. It was good. Not the best movie I've ever seen. It definitely left so many questions at the end of it, which was very, like, like, we spent the whole drive from the movie theater to the restaurant, like, talking about all the things that they didn't, like, address. Like, yes, address or answer. And it's funny because I had posted on Instagram that we were going to go see that movie. My parents are in Palm Springs right now and the Palm Springs Film Festival is going on. And they always like being there during that time because they go see all these little like indie type movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had actually seen it earlier that week. So my dad was asking what like I thought of it. And I was like, I think it was good. I'm like, I just like ended the movie like kind of confused about certain things. And he starts rambling about all these things that didn't make sense in the movie. <laughs> and why did they do this? And that? I was like, oh, was man, it? I just it like opened. A- it.
1: Was it like a thriller movie? Like, what kind of movie was
0: no, it? No, it was... Okay, so like it's about um, a man that has dementia.
1: Okay.
0: And this lady that has her own like traumas from earlier in her life and how they kind of connect and then their story. And so it's a little bit of a love story, a little, I honestly, when I read the description of the movie, thought this was going to be like a Marley and me where I was going to be like ugly crying the whole movie. Uh And it wasn't that. So I was grateful for that. Cause I do love those type of movies. If I'm in the mood for it, like on the couch by myself at home. Um, but I was glad it wasn't like that in movie theaters. It actually was like kind of a nice story overall. Um, but just so like my dad described it best. He was like, it's like they had like a, like a due date for the movie and it wasn't finished, but they submitted it for the film festival or whatever anyways. And they were just like, here it is. It's not done yet, but like, here it is. Like, that's kind of how it felt.
1: Um,
0: so not worth seeing in the theater or worth it if it comes out on like Netflix or something, I think, but, um, but yeah, it was it was fun to go to the movies. And then we went to Zinc. Um, is that what it's called? Why yep. does that feel wrong? Yeah. So Zinc at the Orange Circle. Um, And it, that was where you had gone a week or two ago. The food was really good for being a vegetarian restaurant. Like, I'm not going to say it's like the best food ever. But for a vegetarian food, yes, it was very good.
1: That's
0: how I feel. Um, and so Jordan and I split the burger that you had, like that mushroom mm-hmm. one. So we split that. And we got fries with it and a, bur- a beaten burrata salad.
1: And I like the my- burrata salad, cause that's what I wanted, but I felt I was hungry and I felt like I needed more like protein than that. So I ended up getting that mushroom burger, but I was curious how it was.
0: It was good. I like, that's not like my favorite like item to get ever no, anyways. I love a, a beaten burrata. Oh, Jordan too. Like if he sees it on the menu, like he wants it every time. Yeah, he he share- I it. remember
1: he shared one with me when we went to dinner for your birthday.
0: Yes. <laughs> Um, so my espresso martini was really, really good. It was I am on espresso martini kick. Yeah, like,
1: their espresso martini is delicious.
0: Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Um, their service was like, I don't know if it was like this for you too, but it was kind of a mess. <laughs> and I know you expect that with any new restaurant, which is so frustrating. Like you're so excited to go to a new restaurant. And you hate, like, anything to, like, ruin that experience yeah. for you, right? But you're also, like, understanding that they've, like, literally just hired people. And, like, nobody knows where things are. And, like, they're learning as they go. So there's that weird balance with any new restaurant of, like, you have to go into it with patience, knowing that they just opened a week for ago.
1: sure.
0: But you're also just really hoping that it doesn't ruin your experience and make you yeah. not want to go back. And so if you are a sensitive person to, like bad service or whatever like probably not a good idea to be the first one trying the brand new like wait a couple months okay but you
1: you're saying bad service like the servers weren't bad it was just like, what do you
0: mean? weird service so basically like we checked in so we had a reservation we checked in we had to wait 10 minutes or something like not a huge deal they were like we're getting your table ready that doesn't bother me yeah. um they finally sat us down like it took like probably 15 minutes for anybody to like come and like yeah it's bad yes
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they were busy i will say that but still so the, the guy finally comes up and he's like you guys ready to put any food in and i was like can I put a cocktail in first? Yeah. Like, what about a drink? You know, so we had to put all of our stuff in at the same time, which already annoys me. I hate going to dinner and leaving 20 minutes later,
1: especially like, like on a Friday night.
0: Yeah. Like I want to order a cocktail and wait until the cocktail comes and then we'll order an appetizer. And then when the appetizer comes, then we'll put in dinner. And then it feels like you get a good like hour yeah. out of being at the restaurant um so that was like kind of annoying and then just everything came at weird times like they brought Jordan's iced tea first and then my cocktail which also isn't weird takes longer to make a cocktail but my cocktail came after the food came too (laughs) so all of our food came and my cocktail wasn't even out yet and I'm like I haven't even had a drink and my food's here
1: it was just weird I'm wondering so we had similar experience where kind of so our service itself was really good like as far as like our waiter like the service we got from them was really good. Um, cocktails took a long, but mind you, we literally went grand opening first yeah. day. So we went in expect like literally new restaurant in general, you expect that, but like first day there's going to be learning, yeah. and hiccups. So we went in with patience, like knowing all of that. So our cocktails did take a little bit. Um, but I think their bar is also like, did you guys go look at the bar?
0: I didn't, but I kept seeing like a ton of people go to the bars. I feel like the bar is very popular.
1: And it's so tiny. And so I'm like, I think they maybe just don't have enough room for enough bartenders to be able to like supplement the bar plus the entire restaurant.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Because
1: we definitely had to wait for our cocktails. Um, We did not do an app. We both did an entree, but Jeff literally could have, if he had just, was like eating fast, normal. Like if we had both gone, he could have eaten probably his whole dinner, like by the time mine arrived. oh
0: arrived. So gosh.
1: he like had, I was like, please just eat, like, don't wait for me. And so he was having a little bit and then he just kind of like slowed down cause he didn't want to be done. But it was so that we had like, kind of that experience. And that even when we were like talking to the owner, he's like, I'm sure there was some issues. We're like, no, it's fine. Like it was like typical, like first day stuff. But some of the things I could see, like the waiting for a server for 15 minutes, like to just get a drink is so kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there were just some little things. And again, like I'm I know that going to any new restaurant, if you're going in their first like month or two of being open, like you kind of have to expect some like learning curves going yeah. on. Um. So if, if you are super sensitive to like bad service, like it's just probably never a good idea to go to a restaurant when it's brand brand yeah. new. Um, But I just also know, and like Jordan and I were talking about this, there are so many good restaurants at the Orange Circle, like so many, and it's not going to survive if they can't keep up with all those other, like, great restaurants, you know?
1: Yeah, Um, but all of their restaurants in L.A. and the other places in Orange County are super successful, so they're going to do fine. They just have to get in their groove
0: agreed my only other thing that I was wondering is it's like fine this time of year like I didn't mind sitting outside even though it was freezing cold because they have the, the nice heat lamps everywhere and it's like you were right like the vibe is very very cute outside but like what are they gonna do in summer like you who's gonna want to go sit out there at 6 p.m it's, in the summer on a summer night when it's 95 degrees outside yeah, and all it, their seating's outside,
1: you know. Yeah, like there's, I would say of all their seating, 70% is outside. So they're not going to be able to seat many inside. And I mean, I guess people might just go later when the sun's down and it's not too hot. But yeah, they don't have a ton of indoor seating compared to outside.
0: Yeah. So now that we board everybody that doesn't have a zinc cafe near them, um, I'll move <laughs> on to Saturday. <laughs> Um, so Saturday we had committed the night before to having a productive morning because we knew we wanted to have just like a lazy afternoon and evening watching football playoffs. Um, so right when we woke up, we went for a long walk and then we extended our walk to Starbucks and grabbed a coffee, came back home. And then on our like goal that morning was to go through our garage. Our garage was like a hot mess. Um, so we knew we needed to purge it. And then we, after purging it, we knew we needed to organize it um so I was really proud of Jordan we've tried to do this before and like he like holds on to things like he's like oh but I might need this oh but this and so but this time he was like you have to be in a mood too to do this and I think in the mood so he got rid of so much and I was like oh my god I feel like he's like a brand new person with like (laughs) (laughs) with this so we we purged so much And organized it in a way that just like we know where everything is now like it is so well organized and that felt so good. Uh, And yeah, I think my like minimal more a little bit of my minimal minimalist uh, mentality is like rubbing off on him like he's definitely becoming like less of like a keep things to keep things person and more of like a. Do we need it or do we not? Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, the rest of the day, we just lounged on the couch and watched football playoffs. And that was like our goal for the day. And we nailed down all of that. Um. Sunday, Jordan had plans that morning to go to the driving range and lunch with some of his friends. So I knew I was going to be on my own the first part of the day. So I just did my... Usual chores, my Sunday cleaning, laundry errands, I had two big um, bags of clothes from cleaning out the garage, because when I moved in with Jordan, I kept like certain clothes in boxes in the garage. And I was like, Oh, wow, like, I forgot these were even here. Like if I haven't used them in over a year since I've moved in and forgot I even had them, like they're all going to like Salvation Army or whatever. So yeah, dropped those off, um, picked up my target order, tried to return a stitch fix like order at the post office. I went to two different post office post offices and couldn't do it at either. Like I don't go to the post office often, but I could have sworn that like their lobbies were open even when the post office was closed. Like, is that not
1: a thing anymore? What do you mean, like, a lobby to, like, just go in and drop in a box?
0: Yeah, like, you used to be able to, like, walk into, like, a post office lobby, you know, like, where everybody has their PO boxes and stuff, and then you could still buy stamps on the machine, and then they have, like, the little, like, drop box things that you can, like, stick a package in or whatever. And I'm like, the two post offices I went to, like, their lobby's closed, like, it's locked, like, you can't even go in.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't remember I thought is it like at least during a certain time frame I thought they would be open but uh, maybe they probably
0: like 10 in the morning on a Saturday so it was or a Sunday I guess so it wasn't even like that
1: maybe I think maybe Sundays it's not ever open
0: well that's annoying but
1: (laughs) because I think (laughs) actually I have no idea
0: I don't know either, but I couldn't do that one thing, and it drove me nuts not to be able to do it. Um, So Jordan got home right when the afternoon game was starting, so we spent another afternoon and evening watching football playoffs again. Um, I would say, like, up until that point, the Rams-Lions game was definitely the best game of the weekend. Like, everything else kind of felt like a little bit of a blowout, and at least mm-hmm. that game felt, like, very competitive. And it was just fun, like, with all of the – um like trades that happened, their quarterback trades and everything yeah it was just like a super like fun game to watch too so I'm very sorry that your team is out I definitely know the feeling my team was out before your team was out (laughs) um but I am excited to root for the Lions like I think it was their first playoff win in like something like 30 years or something they hadn't
1: been in the playoffs and won since 91
0: since Jordan was born Jordan was born in 91 yeah (laughs) So, I felt like it was just, like, super exciting. Like, it was fun, like, when they won and the game was over. Like, nobody was leaving that stadium. Like, it was just such a cool, like, thing to watch. So, they're my team that I'm rooting for now. Uh,
1: Same with us. We want Lions to go all the way. We're, like, rooting for Goff and everything. I didn't love how some of the Lions fans treated Stafford. Um, Yeah, I agree. I thought that was kind of shitty, but... Jeff was like, you're passionate. Your team's finally in the playoffs. And when you guys aren't like a playoff team. So I was like, I get that. Um, but I still don't know why you have to be a hater on Stafford, but I, Jeff and I both agreed that being in Vegas for the game was a helpful distraction. Cause like, had <laughs> we been like, cause we probably would have had people over to watch the game and like, would have been like super bummed and supra- depressed and like watching all these like post videos and stuff. But it was, We were like out. We watched it like at dinner and then in the casino after to finish the game and stuff. And it was just a few things that kind of, I think, screwed us. And I still think we should have won. But I honestly don't feel like we were a Super Bowl team either this year. So I feel like I would rather have the heartbreak happen now than in another week or two. So I'm glad it's the stress of playoffs is over and I will be rooting for the Lions. (laughs) (laughs)
0: um and then Monday I only have a I only have a Monday update because I was off for MLK day so Jordan was working from home and I feel like it's like always such an awkward feeling when I'm off and he's working from home because like I'll be like doing things around the house or like wanting to do and like he's working and I'm like okay this is the perfect day to go out and run some errands um so I can allow him to focus and not have that feeling of like kind of having to like tiptoe around and like worry about being respectful <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I focused my morning on some like self-care, I did an everything shower, I did my skincare, derma planed my face, the whole thing. Those days are my favorite. Like when you actually have the time, like you're like going through drawers and you're like, what can I use? Like yeah what what have I not used in a while? And you're just doing everything. Like I freaking love those days. Um and then I went and grabbed a coffee, did my Trader Joe's shopping for the week. Trader Joe's was so freaking busy. Like I hate when you're looking forward to exploring everything. Like you're like it's a Monday, nobody will be here, and you're like you, you can like envision yourself walking down every aisle. Like you're like thinking yeah. you're gonna be in Trader Joe's for an hour, and it's like the universe is like, yeah, right. Um, so didn't get to look at any new products. Just did exactly what was on my list and got. The good news of there. is,
1: is there's not that much new stuff because I was there today and it was dead. And I get there was so frustrated. I'm like,
0: so, sometimes they add new stuff like weekly. And then other times it's, like, weeks before anything new comes into the store. I feel like
1: there should be new stuff right now because it's the new year, which means all the holiday stuff is, like, the seasonal holiday thing should be out. So, like, where's all my new stuff? I, I feel like there's, like, a couple things. I did get us a couple new things to try for one week. Ooh,
0: out. I'm so excited. It was, like,
1: a trail mix cracker, which I think it's new. I had never seen this before. Is but it there a blue bag?
0: It. What? Is it, in a bl- like, a blue bag? Uh I feel
1: like I've had this before. Um okay, I guess it is. And I just searched it and it popped up with like all sorts of stuff. So maybe it's not new, but I had They're never seen
0: it. So good. My mom is like obsessed with those.
1: Um I never they must not be here year round because I feel like I always see the cracker selection because I'm always getting different crackers when I do like charcuterie and stuff, but um they were sampling this with like a cheddar and I was like, "Okay, I'm getting us some of these. These are amazing." And then there was some new New to me mix, I'd never seen, it's like. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, Motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of Motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at PISIC.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. These little like, because I was going to get us the crispy um, peanut butter, chocolate peanuts that we like. You know which ones I'm talking about? Um, I was going to get those, but then I saw these and I was like, oh, I've never seen these before. But they're like chocolate clusters of like, tiny pretzel nuggets and potato chip and something else salty. I don't know. They sounded good. So sounds
0: delicious.
1: They are. But yeah, those trail mix crackers, I had never seen those before and they were delicious. So I got us back.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're insane. They're so good. Um. So yeah, after Trader Joe's, I just came home. I like had a big list of not a big list, but things I wanted to do that. I don't normally have time for like cleaning my makeup brushes. Like I never find the time to do that. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. So if I add
0: it on a list, I'll actually do it. Um, so did that, just worked on some things for our upcoming WAM weekend and spent the third afternoon and evening in a row watching football playoffs. Like yep. it was so uh-huh. weird on Tuesday. Like I, like I came home from work on Tuesday and I was like, well, what are we going to do tonight? Like, what do we watch if there's no football on? Like, that's literally all we've been <laughs> doing lately. Every,
1: every year come February it takes, like, weeks to adjust to, like, filling our time because we watch football every Sunday and Monday nights and Thursday nights. And, like... We were talking about
0: the same thing, but I think the biggest night for me is... Or the biggest day of the week for me is Sundays. Because Thursday, it's like, sure. okay, you get off work and you watch it. Monday, you get off work and you watch it. But, like, yeah. Sunday, it's, like, all day. It takes up from 10 a.m. to, like, 8 p.m. Yeah. on a Sunday. And I'm like, well, now we're going to have to, like, do things and have fun on Sundays. So... <laughs>
1: Sunday, Sunday.
0: (laughs) What are we going to do now? Um, but yeah, that was my weekend. Not super eventful, but definitely like productive and another good balanced weekend for me. So starting the year off good there.
1: I mean, getting to have a relaxing three day weekend, but also feeling like you got a lot done and doing all the purging and stuff. That's good. That feels great. Well,
0: let's get into some wellness updates. What do you have for us? Um, not
1: too much. I'll keep it short and sweet, but, um, so I didn't wait in this morning since getting back from Vegas. I was actually kind of looking forward to it. Cause I felt like I didn't do too bad. Like I felt like I was curious and I was only up a half a pound and I was like, okay, that's just like, I hadn't even gone to the bathroom or anything today. So I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that half a pound. So I'm sitting at just under 119 pounds. So I'm getting really close to 120. So I'm feeling really good about that. And it just felt really amazing to go to Vegas. And honestly, I hadn't made this decision, but I kind of realized like throughout the weekend, like I only had a couple drinks a day. I didn't find the need to like have a drink in my hand at all times. And it was nice because then there was no hangovers. And so it was nice to just kind of not feel like drinking had to be such a big part of my weekend. And um, another thing that even Jeff acknowledged was my willingness to just walk around more than I typically even want to when we go to Vegas. like typically I'm like down to walk to the casino next door or whatever. But more than that, I would just be like, uh, can we Uber? So like walking from our hotel to Paris, we looked it up cause I was curious. It was 0.9 miles. So it was almost a mile. And I never a year ago would have volunteered to do that. Like I would have been like, let's just get an Uber a hundred percent. So like, not only did I say let's walk there and we did it, but I was like, I wasn't hurting. My back was fine. My feet were fine. Like I was like, we just walked there and we walked back and it was fine. Like it's just a freedom that I haven't experienced in a really long time. And um, that just felt really, really good. So that was kind of like the one big thing I really noticed, like, just feeling because that's vacation in general, like there tends to be a lot of vacations have a lot of activity where there's a lot of walking and things like that. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, like, even when we go to Europe in a couple months, like, I wouldn't have been able to do that a year ago, like all of the walking that's involved with that and stuff. And it's just feels really good to like have that back and have that like physical freedom again. So
0: I think it's such a big deal with like weight loss journeys, especially like at our age too. Like when you're losing weight in your twenties, like things don't hurt as bad, like the younger you are, you know, like you start having like knee pain and foot pain and back pain and all these other things that like prevent you from wanting to be active. It's not just that you're lazy and you don't want to be active. It's like, no, if I do that mile walk, I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow, so, like, why am I going to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, But I think it's, like, obviously, like, when you set out to lose weight, like, your goal is to, like, lose some pounds, like, look slimmer, fit into clothes better, all these things. But when you start seeing, like, how it can actually affect your, like, everyday life in such a positive way, it's, like – it's like, obviously, I want the pounds to come off. Like, that's still yeah. important. Don't stop that. But it's almost, like, more important, like, how it's making you feel just, like, living your life. Like, I think 100%. that's such a huge thing.
1: Yeah, totally. It's, it's, the more we do outside of my normal everyday, like, when we, like, have gone to Disneyland or what, like, there's just, like, those things where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I compare this to the last time I went, and it's just very different, and that feels so freaking good, so...
0: So awesome.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: So I had a good last week again. Um, I weighed in today. I'm down 1.2 pounds for the week. So I'm at 26.5 pounds down Yay. and I'm so excited. Like, I'm pretty sure it's been, I think it's been like four months. Cause I started September or September 20th. So October, November, December, I think we're just at four months. So that's yep. awesome. Um, that like is averaging out to be like five pounds a month or so. So that's I think over That's over
1: six pounds a month. That's amazing.
0: And it's like with the holidays and everything too. Like that includes all of that. Like I'm super, super proud of um the rate I'm losing weight and just everything I'm doing. Um super proud. Officially weighing in lower now than I ever ever weighed in during my last big weight loss journey, which was in 2018 with Weight Watchers. So I know you and I both feel this so deeply because we held on to the year 2018 yeah. like yeah. it like like it literally like it was like a stamp of approval for our lives or something like I've I've talked about my 2018 Weight Watchers days and have said the words I lost 45 pounds in four months on Weight Watchers in 2018 so many times in my life But yeah. like now I'm like now that I've like beat that benchmark like now I'm like lower than my lowest. Then I'm just like, oh, like I think I can kind of release the 2018 Weight Watchers days and like this is the new the new me, you know. We're
1: both bigger losers than we were in 2018.
0: <laughs> we're the biggest losers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's very exciting. Um, I've just been thinking a lot. Like, I posted a reel this this past week um about like the weight loss journey for like Jordan and I. And I just love how like with Jordan and with you, like my boyfriend and my best friend, like all three of us are on weight loss journeys. We're not all doing the same things, but like, it's so like powerful and helpful when you're on a weight loss journey to have people around you that are like kind of having the same goals and doing like a little bit of the same things. And it just makes achieving your goals so much easier. Like if I was doing this and Jordan was not trying to lose weight. And he just wanted, you know, to eat junk all the time and to go out and eat all the time. Like that would be a lot harder for me. Like, absolutely. If you was my best friend, if I was doing this and you weren't trying to lose weight and you wanted to like go have drinks every weekend and do like, that would be so hard to like stick to your goals. Like when your favorite people are not. Doing the for the same sure. thing you are, you know so it's definitely um I am I feel very lucky to have that going for me too um and yeah like my I guess my only other gripe for the week um is just how many influencers there are out there that are clearly taking weight loss medication like you it's obvious like you know somebody that you followed for three four or five years and they've kind of always been the same size and now you know, they've lost 50 pounds in six months or something. It's, I feel like it's so detrimental to people to make people believe that like, you've just, all of a sudden it's clicked in your mind and you've lost 50 pounds in six months with diet and exercise. When we know the struggles that people have with that, it's not just that easy. It doesn't just click one day.
1: But sometimes it, I mean, I lost a hundred pounds before and I never was able to before. And so like, Our levels of motivation do change where, I mean, I agree. I definitely know there are people that aren't always fully like transparent with their journeys, but I do know like we followed like many weight loss accounts where, because I mean, these drugs just happen. So weight loss accounts didn't just start happening when these weight loss drugs happen. Like there are people that have lost weight like on their own, Well, Uh,
0: When I say influencer, like, I'm not talking, like, Weight Watchers influencers. Like, I'm talking, like, you know, the influencers that share, like, clothing hauls and, like, the fashion Mm -hmm. influencers and stuff. It's just when so many of them are losing, like, weight at the same time, it's so clearly obvious that there's this new tool out there that people are using. And I just think there's this weird line, like, a hard line between people – People have the right to their privacy, especially when it comes to their health. If yeah. you if you don't want to share anything about your health, you don't have to. So I'm not saying because you have a platform, you need to be sharing things that you don't want to share or aren't comfortable sharing. But I also think when you have a platform, it's detrimental to people like me, at least, that did struggle and have tried a million times to be like watching you for years and years and then all of a sudden you're just dropping weight and like not to address that. Like I will go through like influencers comments and like people ask and they just clearly ignore the comments. And I think that's like the hard part about it, or they won't ignore the comments and they'll say like, Oh, I've just started watching what I'm eating
1: yeah. and
0: like exercising a couple days a week. And I just think it's so unrealistic. I don't know. Think I... That like, that's what they're all doing, you know?
1: yeah i kind of i struggle back and forth because if their account because i think if they were like a weight loss account and then they were lying about it that would be one thing but i think if you were an influencer and your focus has never been your weight or anything like that i like let's say like your focus was clothing hauls like that is literally what your account is about is like things you find on amazon whatever so it's like i mean i didn't start sharing like I don't share that personal side of my life so I don't feel like we are entitled to have to hear how they lost weight like if somebody wants to share that journey or not I think if they tend to share like all of those personal aspects then I think they should be honest about it but I think if they have never been about sharing like that type of side of their life I don't feel like they owe that to us but that's just my two cents
0: yeah I definitely I definitely think there's a fine line between it um I just think there's so many people that struggle and to watch people like do something that they feel like they can't do themselves um I, I don't know i just feel like there's a fine fine line between like helping people by sharing and also your right to privacy and like you said like you don't have to share anything if you don't want to we don't yeah. we could stop sharing today if we wanted to you know yeah um but yeah definitely hope i think it's just the stigma in general and i'm feel like, i feel like you feel this way about vsg too which i think it's a little bit less of a stigma with vsg now because it's been around for so many years i just wish there was less of a stigma and people would say like hey like losing weight's freaking hard especially the older you get like here's a tool that helps like, let, like yeah. let's not shame these tools that that can help people become like the healthiest versions of themselves but I definitely know it is a opinionated topic. So
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You ready for some Bedwed Dead? Let's do it. So didn't know what to call this one. So Laura helped me name it. We're gonna call it the Life Decades Edition. This was a listener suggestion suggested one. Um, and we are going with three of the decades that we have lived through. So we're gonna go teens, 20s, and 30s. Bedwed Dead. What do you got?
1: Um, so I'm going to pick mine based on just like my life, um, and what I've experienced in those. Um, so I am going to go to bed with my teens. I am going to wed my thirties and I'm going to dead my twenties. Um, wedding my thirties was uh, for sure the teens and the twenties I kind of went back and forth on. but I truly do feel like I have a lot of great memories of my teens. I liked my high school years, my college years, my starting to work and my time at in and out and things like that. And then like my 20s, I feel like is more of a blur in my head. I don't know. Like, I mean, I spent most of my 20s with my ex-husband. So like there's that whole part of it. So I think that's kind of why I'm just kind of. I just feel like my 30s have been incredible. I have a lot of great memories from my teens, and I feel like there's just so much, like, great stuff, but also bad stuff from my 20s. So, that was kind of just my deciding factor.
0: And here we are again. Um, I know a couple of you mentioned it annoys you that we always agree that you understand. So. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go the same I'm definitely gonna wed my 30s my 30s have been like overall so good I've had so many like positive life changes in my 30s I've pushed myself in so many areas of life to like do more and do better in you know whether it be career or health or friendships or relationships or just everything I feel like I've really like Not totally dialed in, but like I dialed it in in my 30s, you know? Yeah. And I also struggled with my teens and 20s. There's so many like pros and cons of each. I'm going to say I would go to bed with my teens. I would love to go back to my teens every once in a while. Like just so many good memories. I had a lot of bad memories in my teens too, but overall just a lot of good memories and like would rather go back there every once in a while than my 20s. Yeah, my 20s, I'm going to say the same thing um, as you just being with my ex-husband throughout my 20s, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just literally feel like I think like something in my head in my 20s was just like you're an adult now. And like I thought I was an adult and I very much was not an adult at all in my 20s. I didn't do anything productive with my 20 years. I didn't do anything for health. My health spiraled in my 20s. Uh, My weight spiraled in my 20s. I did nothing for myself career-wise in my 20s. Like, I basically, like, got a job and was like, cool, I got a job. Yeah. It's a job, you know. Um, And I just, like, I don't think there's that many things that, like, I did in my 20s that I'm proud of. And I realized so much more in my 30s, especially my recent 30 years that I've lived through, where I'm like, I feel a little more like an adult now. Like, I actually feel like an adult, where in my 20s I thought I was an adult and I was just very, like, Mature. Not realistic about life. Yeah. So we love the listener suggested ones. Keep them coming. We have like a running list now of a few of them. So thank you. Let's hit it.
1: Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week?
0: My flavor of the week is something that has been saving my life. So I don't have like regular back issues but every once in a while like if I have a day at work or a few days at work in a row where like I'm glued to my desk like I don't move like I literally only move to go to the bathroom and otherwise don't really like prioritize standing up and like walking around or stretching or whatever like my back will hurt so bad and that has been the last couple weeks for me um and this literally saves my back it's the omax health cryo freeze cbd pain relief roll-on um it's 35 dollars they do sell, like, if you go on Amazon, they do sell a non CBD one. And I haven't tried it, so I don't know if it's as good. I'm thinking it's probably not as good because it doesn't have the CBD in it. Um, but this one, I'm telling you, is so good. I've rebought this product like three times, I think. And, and you bought it my, for me
1: once.
0: I did buy it for you. Um, and anytime I have any like back pain, knee pain, whatever, you roll it on and it has like that like icy hot feeling where just like it's instant soothing and it's just like it works miracles. Like I love like when my back hurts, I will get up in the morning and put it on my back and I go to work and it helps that I literally if my back hurts, will put it on before I go to bed. I have been dueling it like I will put it on and then also put like a heating pad on my back so I have like that literal icy hot going on Uh and yeah if you struggle with like pain anywhere it's I'm telling you this stuff is a game changer it helps so much and it is so worth it nice what about you what's your flavor of the week
1: um, mine. I felt like it had been a long time since I shared a favorite account that I've been following. Um, I discovered this person probably within the last four to six months. Her account is uh, Stay Fit Mom Krista. It's Stay Fit Mom underscore K R I S T A. Um, she shares a lot of meal prep, but she's like, she's honestly the macro friendly meal prep queen. But her like. Thing is she does what's called like a single prep meal plan method, I guess you could call it. Um so basically like rather than like cooking a whole meal and then afterwards like portioning it portioning it out, she uses like these small glass bowls, like literally get a cookie sheet, put five bowls, and then she'll add some uncooked rice with like maybe some chicken broth and then she adds other things like greek yogurt and diced tomatoes and green chili maybe some sun-dried tomatoes like depending on the vibe she's going for then adds like some cut up raw chicken breast that is um tossed in some seasoning and adds those on top mixes it all up maybe adds a little cheese and then bakes it and like she has like a tuscan chicken bake and these sweet potato bowls and green chili chicken bakes and so literally like you mix it all in the bowl and then you bake them and when you put them out you like let them cool and pop the lid on so you're not making all these like dirty dishes. And honestly, she just has like so many amazing ideas. Your everything's already portioned out. So, you know, your macros are like perfectly exact. Like, I feel like when I make something and I'm like scooping it into bowls, like some might get more chicken in months where this, if you're like putting every portion into the glass bowl specifically, like, you know, all of the measurements are exact. And it's just like, really great and easy. And I've tried two of them. They were great. And um, I feel like you can kind of, she gives you good ideas, but you can kind of play off of that and make it work for your own macros or your own preferences. And she just has so many good ideas out there and so many good reels. And I wanted to share that with you all for those of you who like to do meal prep.
0: That sounds awesome. So definitely not like a meal prep for you to take to work. You no, to this is perfect the,
1: for you to take to work.
0: How do you cook the raw chicken?
1: No, so you make it all in the be- – and then you cook them in the glass bowls.
0: Oh, I thought out. you were saying, like, you just prep everything. So prep and then prep
1: each bowl, and then you bake them, and then you bring them out, let them cool, pop the lids on, put them in the fridge, and then you just reheat them.
0: Okay, this makes much more sense to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and is – would be perfect for you to take to work.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I love – like, my favorite kind of meal prep involves, like, rice and some kind of chicken or something, yeah, you know. And so and none like, of that's-
1: this, None of this you're cooking before, like, you're literally grabbing all of the raw ingredients, putting them in the bowls, and then baking it. So you're not making, like, a mess whatsoever. So easy. Like, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, you have no dishes except the Tupperware thing or whatever. When you eat it, then you have that glass bowl. I am definitely going to need to try that. Yeah. So do you not
0: follow her? No. If I okay. need to.
1: Yeah. Follow her. She's a good follow. She has, like, a lot of good meals. I mean, like I said, I've only tried a couple, but definitely worth checking out.
0: I definitely will.
1: All right. You got a quote to close us out for?
0: I do. People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. And I just really loved this one because we're, we know that we're products of what we do, not what we want. We can say what we want all the time, but it's what we do and the work we put in. That's going to get us there. And it really is just like what you do on a daily basis that stacks up over time and helps you get to your goals and habits are a big part of that. Um, And so I thought this was a really, really good quote. It's by F.M. Alexander.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Steph. And thank you all for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget
0: to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us.
1: And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers.